everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. If you're anything like me, I bet you turn to today's chapter, Acts 7, and if you didn't give yourself an adequate amount of time to spend in God's Word, you may have been shocked by how much longer it is than Friday's chapter. So if you haven't read today's chapter in full, Acts 7, pause the episode and read it. If you're on the go, pull over or quit running for just a second and go to jointhejourney.com and click listen right beneath the scripture heading. It will read it to you. Now, back in Acts 6, we saw the neglection of the widows, and Stephen was seized after the false witnesses spoke against him. They saw the way he was living, the way he was operating, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and they didn't like it. He didn't fit in. And today's chapter concludes with him ultimately being stoned. Ever been there? I mean, you probably haven't been stoned, but... Ever felt like you weren't part of the in-crowd or that your faith was causing you to be ostracized? Those times can be really difficult socially, emotionally, and for some, maybe physically. But those moments when we feel like our faith causes us to have to swim upstream, they can actually be our biggest opportunities to witness. In today's Devo, Watermark member and student, Ruthie Grant, talks about the suffering our faith might bring about. She writes, Let's start this morning or evening. I see you, night owls. And honestly, hey, shout out to the podcast people who listen to this at night. I want to I actually know you. I feel like there's this small population group forming of night podcast listeners, and I'm, I'm glad you're getting it in. But Ruthie says, hey, whether you're reading this in the morning or the night, let's start by defining suffering. According to dictionary.com, to suffer is to undergo or feel pain or distress, to sustain injury, disadvantage, or loss. That's heavy. Injury, disadvantage, or loss. Stephen had a faith that was unlike anything the crowd had seen. Christianity was new. Grace was new. Or it seemed that way, at least. And all the Jesus-following qualities of the early church were, were new. As Stephen provided a high-level view of the Old Testament to the crowd and then connected it to the rejection and murder of Jesus, the crowd responded by stoning Stephen. The crowd's choice ended in the making of the first martyr for Christ. Don't you and I make similar choices in our own lives, Ruthie asks. While we may not respond by stoning a person, our our flesh often desires to defend itself when our sin is brought up. However, this is a far cry from what the gospel calls us to, she writes. Even when death was staring him in the face, Stephen's heart was so tender toward the gospel that he could see the glory of God. Acts 7, 54 through 55, which says, Now when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they ground their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Stephen was ready to follow God with everything in him, no matter the outcome. Ruthie concludes by saying, We live in a society where suffering for the gospel isn't as common as it was for Stephen, but we should still be prepared. The city, country, and world would look drastically different if everyone who claimed to be a Christian lived their life in full surrender to the kingdom of God. The crowd killed Stephen because they didn't believe his message, 
but the stones they threw allowed Stephen to see Jesus at the right hand of God. What a testimony. Sometimes living life for Jesus has a high cost. It might even cost us our lives, but the good news is that he's worth it. Whether the cost is coworkers talking behind our backs at work or looking at us funny or not getting invited to a hangout or social event, feeling left out, or maybe even losing our jobs for sharing our faith or living differently, Jesus is worth it. He just is. I don't know what it looks like for you to stand up for what's right and true in your own life. And I don't know what specifically the gospel costs you. Maybe that's a good question for all of us to ask. What is the gospel costing me? Personally, it It sometimes means friends giving me a hard time because I interact with alcohol differently than them or making fun of me because I don't have any wild party stories to tell from my before Christ days. It it can look like not getting invited to some hangouts because I'm less fun, meaning less tolerable of sin. And I don't share that to toot my own holiness horn. I share it because at times it can be lonely or discouraging and tempting to compromise. It can be discouraging when it feels like friends only want to talk to you when they need advice or have a Bible question. They want to pick my brain, but they don't want to spend time with me for fun. But God calls me to love them anyway and not to compromise. So for me, following Christ can have a real social cost. It's not easy. What does the gospel cost you? What does holiness cost you? Does anything come to mind? We don't do it perfectly, but if your answer's nothing, I mean, I don't do it perfectly, but if your answer's nothing, it might be worth evaluating. And I I say this with love, it might be worth evaluating if you're actually living for Jesus. Does your life reflect your love for him? How can you take steps of faithfulness to more boldly live for him and proclaim truth? Whether your answer is nothing or you've got a long list of costs, how can you continue to take steps of faithfulness to more boldly live for him and proclaim truth? What does that look like in your context? Spend some time praying about it and share and share with your community group. Send them a text by the time you go to bed tonight, simply responding to this prompt. After spending some time in Acts 7 today, the Lord revealed to me that I can more faithfully live for him by fill in the blank, and that might cost me X, Y, or Z. Would you all help remind me of truth whenever the costs discourage me from walking boldly? Let me give you that prompt a second time. After spending some time in Acts 7 today, The Lord revealed to me that I can more faithfully live for him by fill in the blank, and that might cost me X, Y, or Z. Would you all help remind me of truth whenever that cost discourages me from walking boldly? It's a simple text, but I think it'll lead to some great conversations. And that's all I've got time for today, but I'm praying for softened hearts and good, encouraging, and challenging conversations all across community groups from all ages and life stages. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it 
if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.